So tell me, how many times have you thought that, you know, you wanted to make clothes or buy clothes that you wanted to feel good about wearing? You know, it's really disturbing these days going shopping because there's constantly in the back of my head, is is this company, you know, contributing to the deep state? Is this one supporting the evil in our world? I don't know who to buy from anymore. So we went ahead because we told you a long time ago that we were going to bring only companies that we thought were patriot oriented, believe the same thing we believed, push the same values that we push. And uh, we found uh, we found a bunch. And one of the ones, our first ever sponsor was Cultural Life 1972. Cultural Life 1972 supports the culture of life, not a culture of death, folks. So uh, they are completely, um, they're against abortion and uh, they believe in the movement to get rid of abortion and uh, Roe v. Wade and everything else so that we can go back to a, a culture of life. Their money, uh, 33% of their profits go directly to the culture of life and they support um, anti-abortion foundations that have been doing this for a hot minute since 1972. And the reason that it is 1972 is because why? Because Roe v. Wade was uh, put into law in 1973, which was when the culture of death in America started. So we're, we changed from a culture of life to a culture of death. So if you go to col1972.com, you can also sign up for her email list and you can get the naughty nice list. So uh, she'll send you a list of the companies that support the evil deep state and the ones that fight against it. And that's a, a pretty important list to have these days. And, and Carla, she's a great friend of the show. She's been helping us out from the get go. Uh, we told her that we would support her here because I agree with what she's doing. I believe in what she's doing. Furthermore, not only do I believe in it, but uh, we've gone as far as to buy a couple products ourselves. And uh, it's actually amazing quality. I wore the t-shirt yesterday. It's so soft and comfy. You know, sometimes you put on a t-shirt and you're like, okay, this might last for, you know, five or six wearings. This, this, this is going to last. I mean, this is good quality. It's made in America. Um, it ships to you and, uh, you don't have to worry about it sitting off the coast of somewhere in a ship coming from China. It's actually made here in America. So that's uh, that's another really important thing these days. So folks, again, culturelife1972.com use promo code Patriot party, and that will save you up to 10% off your order. All right. Thank you. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you.
I'm a patriot and I'm a patriarch, but I'm a father first and I'ma play that part. Gonna stand for mine and never bow a buckle. That for anybody that ever get in trouble. Yeah, storm is brewing, I can see them clouds. Hear the children crying, baby, clearing loud. Shine a light on shadows, I'ma clear them out. Don't wanna hear the truth, you better hear them now. For it hits home and it's too close to the night of facts that you've been running from. I made it through hell just to show and tell all the lost ones where I've been coming from. My number one is my household and my family always been my safe and grace. There's a war right now and it's taking place and you bite your tongue so you saving face. I'ma yell it loud, this my battle crown. This battlefield will take my consequence. Yeah, it's common sense. When it's good and evil, you can't ride the fence. That's some coward shit. I'll take them hits and I'll throw them blows. I'll lose it all to save their innocence. I'll deliver this with some diligence cause your ignorance makes us different. Welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved, better butter half. Phelan. Hello, Patriots. So, folks, uh, back again tonight, and uh, we've got a, another guest with us, and tonight it is... 
Uh, Jason Frank from uh, Stay in the Light, Stay in the Fight. I met him in Dallas at the Clay Clark, Clark event. Um, we had a great conversation and uh, thought we should continue it on the podcast. So, and if you if you're looking for it, uh, we're gonna put out in the show notes the location of his website and everything yes, else. So that absolutely. way y'all can go look it up. Uh, stay in the light, stay in the fight. Uh, they are obviously, we just saw the the picture there in the beginning, which is the, they're fighting for those who can't speak out. Um, so I'm going to guess that they're save our children, children. Um, and those who might be like whistleblowers, I would say children, maybe something along those lines. Either way, uh, this is going to be uh, just the only video you're going to get tonight is just of us. Because um, Jason's up in up in the mountains homesteading, so he has limited internet access. So um, he's going to be on the phone with us. So uh, welcome to the show, Jason. How you doing? Oh man, are you kidding me? It does not get much better than this. I'm doing wonderful. How are you guys doing tonight? We're great. Yeah. Uh, you are homesteading up in the mountains. Yes, homesteading up in the mountains. Um, like we're going back, you know, you're going back like Oregon Trail style here. Yeah, wood burning stove, solar power, um, cutting down your own wood, eating off the stove, teaching the kids, you know, work ethic, teaching them how to, you know, not rely on, you know, government and other people for them to survive. Our, these generations have been so dumbed down. That, you know, I think a uh, responsibility that I have as a parent is to teach them things that they're going to be able to carry on in their life. So basically, so we're up here doing that. You're teaching them survival. Yes. Took a, and I'm learning it at the same time myself. I've never been in an environment like this. And we brought the fifth wheel trailer up here, me, the old lady and the three kids and added a room to it and put a wood burner in there and then put a wood break and a roof around it and you know we're cutting down trees logging adding structures it's it's a trip you know we're on a really good friend of mine out here with him um so you know there's access to some things but you know not like power and running water and those kind of things but <laughs> so yeah we're out here doing that man learning how to get back to that and nurture this family and you know, I, it was very important as all this mandatory mask and all this crap's going on that I didn't want it to affect the kids, man. I want them to just be kids. Right. And this little nugget is somewhere where they can do that. And the rest of this, um, bullshit society fear-based as they're trying to figure this stuff out is not affecting them. Wow. That is uh, that I hope you don't do not have the amoebic dysentery that suffered that was suffered all the time on Oregon Trail. I'm just saying I'm drawing something from <laughs> way back in the day that maybe a lot of people who never used the first Mac don't know about. I was going to say, I think you're taking that straight out of the video game. Babe. I completely yeah. am. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, I used to love that video yeah, game. See? How cool was that? See? It was a great game, but does not exactly yes. teach you survival in the wilderness. No, no. It just but little Janie okay. died from amoebic dysentery every time I went out. And I was just like, man, Janie's always getting screwed. I just don't <laughs> get it. <laughs> so wow. explain Yeah, to we us, haven't gotten none of that yet. So that's good. So explain to us exactly what stay in the light, stay in the fight is. So stay in the light, stay in the fight um, is we launched it it's for me, what's always been most important are the kids. Um, those that can't speak for themselves. And as I started waking up to 
um, some of the things that, you know, under my understanding, I've came through from some of the recon and the research and different things is um, there's a lot of really sick people doing a lot of really sick things to kids. And it's uh, has infiltrated every organization that has access to our children. It's infiltrated churches. It's infiltrated schools. It's infiltrated sports organizations. Boys, I mean, anything you can think of where there's access to children, there's some really sick people that um, have power in those organizations that do very sick things. And I decided that um, I was going to fight for them. I was going to be that voice. Um, And as uncomfortable as it has been at times, it's been the most rewarding, right? Um, So Stay in the Light, Stay in the Fight was designed to not only share information about what's going on, right? Because it's, uh, I believe there comes a responsibility with that information that we have. A lot of people, it's very traumatic shit. There's still nights we cry ourselves to sleep, right? When certain things are coming out or, you know, we we feel that, right? Because we know the reality of it. So the solution to that after sharing all the information is building the communities because the strength comes in the community right as we start holding these people accountable and we start getting in these organizations and we start becoming that voice in our community then the darkness cannot shine in the light right so they cannot survive so we shine light on it and we stand together strong as a community so the design and the idea the vision is to nurture and to spend time and to take all them resources over the years um, that we've built through this uh, awakening and this journey and to bring those guys together to where they're a team. You have a family, you have, you know, a community to do that with. They've broken down the, the relationship with God. They've broken down the family. They've broken down the community. They, then they got us by the balls. They can do whatever the fuck they want to us, right? Because we feel all alone. We feel trapped. But when we have that community and that is strong, we don't need shit from them. doesn't matter if they tell me I got to have a vaccine to go in the grocery store and get something to eat. I can go right down over here to my neighbor who has some community garden or my other neighbor up here with the, the meat that was hunting or we all work together collectively, right? And that's what the vision, the whole the whole Q movement, the where we go, one we go all was to me was a template, right? It, it showed us how to be a part of something bigger than ourselves and how to participate in that and, and how the responsibility is on us as a community. So it strengthened the community and my, you know, my heart, my passion is in the kids. So, you know, we go to different places and, spend the weekend together and we make signs together and we go stand out in, you know, public places together with these signs and make ourselves available to share information. And we strengthen those communities and, you know, we get involved wherever we can. So to steal one of my wife's lines before she gets a chance to ask it. So what was your red pill moment? What was the thing that woke you up that said, Hey, there is definitely something going on here. So the original red pill wasn't the kids. The original red pill was Paradise, California. Okay. Um, and when that happened, the original red pill with the kids, the the one that really hit home was when I infiltrated Comet Ping Pong Pizza and went there for myself and, and 
trick the manager into becoming Facebook friends for about three days. And I had access to dig on all of his shit, all of his friends, all of, you know, cause there's a setting in Facebook that if me and you are friends that you trust my judgment. So all you're going to allow all my friends, you know, we're going to see each other's stuff, likes their friends, all that stuff. And so being friends had access to that and just followed down rabbit holes, man, found charter schools, found, you know, um, the wife that worked for the autistic place and had access to all these kids. And it just, you know, hit me in the face and was like, wow, this is that big. So with, uh, well, first going back to California, what was, what was the part of California that really dragged you over? Going out there and talking with the survivors, right? It's, I, I learned from the beginning that, you know, everything seemed like a lie, right? Like I knew, I knew something wasn't right in this world and I got loaded and was in and out of prison for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And when I got, when I got out the last time in 2015 and started being of service to the community and started working steps and learning how to participate, um, I started waking up. And so I learned through this that I needed to get as close to the source as possible to get as much, much information so I can come to my own understanding, not what somebody told me. Cause I couldn't believe shit. So Paradise, California happened, and my sister had just moved there with five of my nieces. Mm-hmm. And here I am in the beginning. You know, that frantic effort in the beginning of the wake-up is like, we're just screaming at everybody. We want everybody to know what we're learning. And, you know, it it was so scary because they, we were talking about the direct energy weapons. They were talking about the smart meters. They were talking about those things. And she had just went up there so our community put together a donation drive and we filled up a 24 foot U-Haul. And that's actually the first video on the YouTube channel (laughs) was the family taking the donations out there. And I sat with the survivors and talked with them and cried with them. And I remember pulling, you know, I had my yellow construction vest in my truck. And I think one of the pictures is in the photo gallery on the website, but it was right around the time, remember when that the yellow vest in France were all starting and getting going? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had I had this yellow vest and I remember I took duct tape out of my toolbox and I took a Sharpie and I wrote, where we go one, we go all on the back. And I sat there with them people and, you know, um, a lot of stuff didn't make sense to them. It was so chaotic. They were, you know, it was probably a week later and they still couldn't function. Like they knew like things were weird and things had happened that didn't make sense to them, but they didn't even know how they were going to eat or sleep or comprehend that they had lost everything that they owned. Right. Um, so I made a commitment with them. You know, I sat there and told them that, you know, there was this movement and see, I thought, I thought this movement was a lot bigger than it was when I got involved and started then. And I thought it was millions back then. And this was like in 18 and you know, I made a commitment and told them that there's people that are going to fight for them and be that voice when they're not strong enough to do that. And, it's, and that was, it's crazy to think ahead. about with the paradise, uh, paradise, California, because I just had to look it up because I was trying to remember. I was like, man, I know that makes sense. There's something about that that just makes sense. And uh, it's, I was trying to figure out what you're exactly you were talking about. Yeah. They, it said it started from a campfire at six thirty three in the morning. And, um, 
what is what is your belief about that? Well, so you look at a lot of them pictures. You see all the trees around uh, trailer park divisions. All the trailer parks are burnt down, but every tree is standing around it. Yeah, we're, you look we're at looking some at of pictures right now. Yeah, you look at some of the vehicles where it looks like a laser hit the hood of the vehicle, right? So back then we're talking about direct energy weapons and everybody thought it was a conspiracy theory until six months ago when the DOD came out and they were talking about China was under investigation for using direct energy weapons, right? So there's all kinds of theories that, you know, can be played into Paradise, California. And one of them to me that just kind of stuck was you had that, remember that movement, New California, who Mm -hmm. was trying to sanction away from the communist California? Yeah. Yeah. They were, they were having all their town hall meetings there. That's where they were meeting. That's where they were organizing and they were getting really big. Right. It could be for minerals. I, I don't know what it was, but there there was definitely something fishy. You know, that campfire and within hours, I mean, not even hours, I, people were trapped. They couldn't even get off the road. School buses of kids burned, you know, in an instant. Wow. wow. Forest fire. You know, the winds there, the, the winds had never been like that. They had never experienced winds like that up there before. So there was a lot of things that didn't make sense. And, you know, that's when I decided that, you know, I was really going to, take that energy and i found something right in my life that was worth fighting for i found something that was worth standing up for and no matter what that cost was and you know there was a lot of hardship through that i didn't there was no template you know i made it very uncomfortable for a lot of people in my life at that time you know and it was easier for them to just kind of cut the tie you guys know how it is you know Mm -hmm. certain people are like not that your, your reality just is too uncomfortable for me. I'm just going to fucking cut you off and we're done, <laughs> you know? So went through that and, you know, just kept standing up, man. And, you know, learning through that and growing through that. And, you know, some days we do better than others, but, you know, we just keep putting one foot in front of the other and making it about, you know, what's best for the whole and not what's best for Jason. So then what led you to Comet Ping Pong Pizza? Comet Ping Pong Pizza. We were in... Remember when Trump put on that uh, 4th of July thing out there in D.C.? Yep, sure do. Yep. The big old military thing they gave him a hard time about. That they were like, oh, you're going to parade the military down the street and you're going to make us look like communists. Yeah, make a show of it and spend all this money. Which we used to do for years. No. Yeah. So here I am. We go on a family trip, first trip, right? We rent a little RV and we drive from Las Vegas all the way to Washington, D.C., I had been, this is, you know, within the first year of the awakening. So I'm up all night long, not going to bed till four or five in the morning, acquiring information, digging, just show, you know, just all that stuff. Yeah. That, that so energy the, the first, first year is amazing. Like you just never sleep. Oh man. Yeah. Never. Yep. So it was like, okay, babe, we're going to take a family vacation. I'm going to give the family some time. Let's go up here. Right. I'm done. I'll just stop everything for a minute and be in this moment. And so when we're in D.C., I had met a couple of my online friends that I had been researching with and digging with uh, over that year. And we met in the flesh up there and we were scoping the place out the night before on July 3rd. Because remember, they were making that big deal saying Antifa was going to be there. It was going to be so unsafe and yada, yada. Yep. Yep. So was going to have the kids there. So we went and did some recon that night and just kind of felt the area, checked it out and made a decision. Hey, guys. You want to go to Comet Ping Pong Pizza? <laughs> you know, like, fuck, we're here. Let's go check it out. 
and we did. And, you know, there's a video on the YouTube channel. I took my phone and put record and kind of put it in my pocket and just left the camera out. So people can see the visuals of the screens and just kind of the whole atmosphere and just or in there, you know, it's just evil and dark and disgusting. And it's weird, isn't it? Oh, dude. So weird. Yeah. So weird. And then they had a band playing the name of the band, you know, coincidentally was uranium one. Yep. <laughs> so <clears throat> here we are in this place and, you know, just evil. And, you know, we're just, I'm wearing my Trump hat. I've got an extra Trump hat that I just purchased a day that day at one of the vendors Velcro to the backpack, the red MAGA one. Right. So <laughs> walking indoor, everybody's looking at me and I'm just looking like a tourist. Like, you know, I take them gifts when I was getting loaded on the streets and running amok. I was able to manipulate or, or fit into any situation I needed to, to get what I wanted. Right. So I just took that gift. And now that I'm, you know, fighting for the light, I apply it in that way. And so we go in there and I'm, you know, just playing the part, man. And we're just, no matter what evil or what darkness or whatever they're throwing at us, we're just smiling. We're being nice, just light, all love and light, man. And it, it was very, you know, like I said, ugly. So after a couple hours, we ended up having to leave. But before that happened, I had asked one of the bus boys, waiters, as he was walking by, because I smoke medical marijuana instead of take per, uh, Percocets or any pharmaceutical any of that shit for my pain medicine after all the surgeries and so i asked this guy i said hey man is it okay to hit my pin out there on the patio or you know i'm not from here i don't know you guys' laws and he's like no dude i smoke out there all the time and i said well shit you want to smoke and he goes yeah i'm on break i'll blow with you so we go out there and we're hitting the pin and i keep looking over and there's a guy who's about 20 feet from us that keeps staring and I asked this guy, I said, hey, man, is that guy cool? He's all right. He keeps looking at you. going to get in trouble or something? He's like, no, that's my manager. We smoke out here all the time. And when he said that, I looked at the manager and I fucking offered the pin. And I just like tipped it to him. And his eyes lit up and he got this big old smile. And he ran over and started smoking. And I let him suck down like that whole cartridge. And we passed it around for about 20, 30 minutes. And when we were done, he said, you're a cool motherfucker. You got Facebook? <laughs> I said, as a matter of fact, I do. <laughs> and I gave him my name and he said, which one is it? And I took the phone from him and I sent myself the request. And before I gave him the phone back, I hit the back arrow all the way out. So it was back on the home screen. So it wasn't fresh on his page. And it took him about three days to realize who I was and what my intent was and blocked me. But in that time, we put it out on the boards and anons and people from the discord server we just got in there and pulled everything we could off of it and you know started archiving everything and you know because we knew we had a limited time but in that you know here i am i just got this treasure trove of information <laughs> and i know i only have like a couple days to have access to it and i'm trying to be the good dad and husband and like put everything down but you know so we got everything we could out of it you got to go in there and start and we still taking you know screenshots of everything you see yes yes while you can yeah you know the so, friends their friends the likes where yep. they visit everything so what, what what'd you find what ra rabbit holes did that send you down oh man found charter schools um that 
So it was an all-girls charter school where they were having slumber parties with boys and they would dress the boys up with girls. And they have this pamphlet where it's an instructional guide how to how to teach children to talk to strangers, hmm. right? Hmm. To to goes against to make everything the, we it, learned it, as kids. You know, stranger danger. Yes, it goes completely yeah. no, against complete all of opposite. Yep, complete opposite. Right. So we found that. I found that. You know, the, this manager was friends with all these photographers, all these professional skateboarders, all these politicians all these people and they had symbolism they had pizza they had autistic kids they had all this just fucking sick shit man that you, you we know uh, as we are learning this in the code and what different things mean right and, and we see that and we know exactly what that is right so yeah. i i believe what happened through this white hat operation was that they didn't have a way to communicate with each other anymore they couldn't email they couldn't text they couldn't talk on the phone so they started doing it through social media and they started doing it through messaging and networking that way. Right. And we found a lot of that stuff. We found, you know, different people, some guy named pizza, Dan, that, you know, just advertising all that shit had access. She was the human health services director out in Washington and, and also runs foundations for autistic kids. They have an autistic kid, you know, it was just this big old, circle man and i remember um liz crokin wouldn't even touch it hmm. um tiffany fitz pen whatever her name is man wouldn't even touch it right so <clears throat> we would get a little bit out you, you're and, you're the two names you're describing just so everybody else is aware these are all district attorneys that they won't even even get involved these are the people that like are supposed no, to. This, these are the ones that originally um, did, you know, the yeah, Liz, Pizzagate dig. Liz Remember Liz Croken, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, the right, CNN yeah, girl. Right, yeah. or, yep, 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 yep. Correction. Yeah, bad. that, um, you know, and yep. hey, I, I can only go off my own experience. But what I do know through this movement and being a part of a lot of different um, situations, there's a lot of whistleblowers that are black hats and different people that have infiltrated themselves into this group and into this fight right and to control the information as it comes out and to put out what they want in different things and all i can say is um you know it didn't the fact that she wouldn't help me when it came to that it was like okay i questioned some things right it was like no you got to put that up they're going to kill you for that and um and it was like well, I'm not going to hold on to it because then they're really going to kill me. <laughs> like, I'm going to keep talking about it. I'm going to put it out there. And, you know, a lot of people wouldn't openly come out and talk about it, which was okay. So we'd keep digging and doing different things. Um, my mom had gotten real sick with stage four cancer, cirrhosis of the liver about, I don't know, it was probably about four months after I carried the World War II vet, Irvin Julian, to a seat. And... What had happened through this waking up process for me, right? It was so, you know, I'm obsessed, compulsive. Like if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And the beginning, it was no more GMOs. Everything was organic. There was no more TV. There was no more music. The only thing I listened to was prayer songs in 432 Hertz. I had gotten that book hidden messages in water by that Japanese scientist. And I took a, a glass water bottle and I engraved with a Dremel 
gratitude. I love you. Thank you. Just all this beautiful energy that I wanted to put out. Right. And I, and I was really living my life like that. And I was in these situations like that whole Irvin situation when I carried him at the Trump rally and just the, like that book, the secret, like yep. it, it was a trip, man. Like everywhere I needed to be or somebody needed me to, I was a vessel and I just kept ending up at these places. And then what happened was my mom got really sick and I gave her stage four cirrhosis and she was on hospice just out of nowhere, man. And I, I, I stopped. I stopped digging. I stopped exposing. I, I went and I took a camper. I, me and the old lady were split up at the time and I took the camper and I went and I stayed on my mom's property. And I just, you know, I spent that moment with her while she was going through that and, um, took, took me out of the fight for a minute. So a great friend to us and a great friend to you all that he comes on our show all the time, Dr. Sherwood. He's been on our show left, right, and center. Uh, we bring him on uh, to talk about especially medical stuff. Uh, he is a naturopath. He is a naturopathic doctor, so you're aware. Um, and he gives us a lot of great info and a lot of great stuff that will help you in your life so you feel better, not only about your mental well, not only about your physical well-being, but your mental well-being as well. And, and don't forget about your spiritual well-being. Absolutely. Because they've got the Functional Medical Institute in Tulsa, he and his wife. His wife is an allopathic doctor, so uh, he's the naturopath. She's more the traditional doctor. Between the two of them, they focus on your overall health because it's great to treat your physical body, but if you're not healthy mentally and you're not healthy spiritually, then you're not truly healthy. So... Go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Patriot Party and you're going to get his free ebook and you're going to save up to 10% on any order of the supplements that are he supplies there. Go there, check it out. Uh, Dr. Sherwood, again, he's a great friend to our show. He's been with us uh, for a long time now. We've brought him on. He's been on a bunch of our shows. Yeah, if you haven't listened Dr. to him Sherwood. speak, come on here. Listen to one of our old shows. You can listen to Dr. Sherwood. He will tell you all about the the, the stuff you're getting. You can also get uh, uh, DNA uh Genetic testing. Genetic testing. Yep, at his clinic yep. in Tulsa. And they do that all, they, it doesn't go to China, so you don't have to worry about your DNA going to China. You don't have to worry about anybody supporting Chinese Wuhan lab crap, lab leak crap. Just check it out. Dr. Sherwood dot, dot TV forward slash Patriot Party. And you're going to get his free ebook and you're going to save up to 10% on anything you get there. So folks, go there today, give it a shot. Uh, so she, she ended up beating it. Right. A, a year later, Good completely kicked off hospice, liver rejuvenated, didn't do no chemo, no radiation, Rick Simpson oil and a charcoal pill a day and a lot of love and creativity. I mean, we painted together. We made blankets and quilts, the whole family. Like we really like spent that time together. And there was a night during that where I was watching. You guys know who Maldi Buddha is? Yep. Yep. I was watching that Maldi Buddha video that he was doing about um, Aliphantus. Yep. And the connections. That. And so what had happened was when Mikey Brewer, the manager, figured out who I was, he blocked me. So the only access I had was through, and I didn't even have the good access because we weren't friends, but I was able to still, you know, keep tabs on him and see some of her friends through the wife, Carla Brewer. Right? So... I still had access to her page and I'm watching this Maldi Buddha video and out, out of nowhere, he starts talking about two women who own a food plant, 
like a bottling plant and it clicked on me. I put, I put it on pause and I said, I bet they're fucking friends with Carla Brewer. And sure enough, I went to Facebook and both of the women from that Mouthy Booty Buddha video were friends with her on Facebook. Hmm. <clears throat> and so at that moment, I knew I had to get it back out there. And at that time, I was on my original Facebook account where it, you know, before I was so censored and I did a live stream and it had a couple hundred people in there and I walked them through the beginning. I showed them where I went to Comet Ping Pong Pizza. I showed them Mikey Brewer. I showed them the charter school. I showed them the crowdy dough. I just showed them everything and how I got there. And that night I went to bed and the next morning woke up and my mom had woke up that night to go to the bathroom and felt like she was pushed into her dresser. Uh, her nose was all busted up and bruised and her whole face, man, took a bad spill. My uh, girlfriend, Stephanie, her mom was rushed to the emergency room, non-responsive. They had no idea what was wrong with her. And Irvin Julian, the World War II veteran that I carried at the Trump rally, his wife died that night. Jesus. Yikes. And, and it was a fresh reminder how this battle is this is a spiritual battle man it is this is so big you know and i went in and this video i put on youtube the first one was on the original facebook and that was deactivated and i never saved that one but the second one i went in the next day and it's uh i think the name of that video on the channel is called round two and i went in there and i you know told you guys what had went on and you know exposed it again and kept putting it out there man and um you know, I've, we've put it out there and we've put it on the boards and I don't, you know, um, I'm sure people have been held accountable or investigated or different things. We know how the boards work, right? We know how this movement's worked, this information that we put out and these things, like a lot of people see that, right? And just because we don't make that one-on-one -on -one contact or, you know, an investigation or something doesn't mean something's not being done, right? So I just keep getting the information and getting it out there when I can and you know, whatever happens from that, you know, my job's just to shine the light. Right. And to, um, I, I don't get to hold you accountable. That's not my job. Right. I, I can shine light on the situation and we can say, Hey, you know, um, this behavior is no longer accepted in this community and the rest is between you and the judicial system, you know, or you and God. Right. I, I don't know the rest of it. I can get lost in it. So I just, you know, hopefully there were some things done about it. The information's still out there and, you know, we'll oh, see. <laughs> I'm going to steal a line from Mick now since he stole mine, which uh, his favorite line always was that that that's between you and God. He's just there to provide the meeting. That's it. But with that, I, I'm guessing uh, I'm. I, I'm other than your tattoo and everything else that I've seen. Um, I'm guessing you're a huge Q follower. So I'm guessing that a lot of this information came from Q, your initial interest in ping comment, ping pong pizza, uh, the dojos, the karate dojos and whatnot. And, uh, and we're very Q friendly in case you yeah, didn't know. Well, so I, yeah. 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 That's what, that was something that I could grasp onto in the beginning. It was something that it was like, okay, I, I can, uh, I tried to join the services when I was younger and, you know, 18, I was getting in trouble and my grandpa was like, well, you need the services. And I go in there and they told me we're not taking your kind. <laughs> right. So it, 
it, it was during that time where they didn't really, you know, weren't taking everybody and didn't need them. And so it was my way of serving my country. It was my way of, you know, serving my community and being a part of something. And, you know, it, it was something I can believe in. Right. And I, I believe my understanding through that, that I have now is that they were just a template. They did their fucking job. Right. It, it, if, if we're still waiting for them to come back or we're still waiting for Trump um, to save the day, then we, we missed the boat. Right. It's yeah, our no responsibility. One's, no one's coming to save us. No us one's riding it on a white horse yeah. to come and save us. If someone comes riding no. it on a white horse, it's going to be the horse of death. It's not coming to save us. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, I took that and, you know, yeah, I, I really believe in them and, you know, um, and that whole idea. But I, I also believe that we are Q. Right. And the whole the idea of that was that, you know, it turned into that. And now it's, you know, people catching up. Well, There's no I, template, I, right? I agree. We, we are cute. A lot of anger still. I, I got to tell you. Mm -hmm. um, we are all cute. I got to tell you that uh, yep. it uh, it makes me happy to hear somebody else uh, who got there from a completely, again, stealing my wife's line because she's too important. She's too <laughs> interested in laughing and getting over here. But... Um, I, I will steal this one. It, it warms my heart that I see that somebody else from a complete, complete different walk of life uh, has gotten to the same answer that um, I believe that what Q was here to do. I, do I, I never thought that Q was here to save us. I always thought that Q was just here to open doorways and have us, uh, everybody in a different light, look at the information that's being provided uh, and taking their own aspect from it, but coming to the same conclusion. Um, not necessarily showing us the answer, but saying, if you ever noticed like all of his posts, all of his posts were questions. They were never like declarative statements. They were always questions. They, they taught us. Correct. It taught us how to question things, right? And never, find the answer. It was never about uh, this is what I think and this is what you should believe. It was never like that. That's like... Um, white supremacy brainwashing bullshit that doesn't exist yeah, that's that, what the every, left does. that everybody wants wants to believe that this is what this is about if you ever noticed it was always questions it was always why yeah. what does this mean how does this fit with this why are these two people connected what about these two people and he never he never told you that Hey, these are why they're connected. He just said, isn't it interesting that these two people show up at the same exact amount of time and they're there for this, this amount of time and he'll add in his own little reference and then he ends it with, why are they together? Like, is Betty White Snow White? Yeah. There's, there's so yeah, many. and then the anons, the anons <laughs> and the autists just tear it up, man. You know, oh, what, and, how you know, brilliant to watch that. It like, was fantastic, man. and I, I say this, and I think this is what Mick was getting at. Um, my, my favorite thing about and. And Mick was in it from the very, very, very beginning before Q was even posted on the boards. When Q was on Twitter, um, Mick was was wow. on was in it. But um, I came on a little bit later. But you know, it was it was so interesting to me to watch everyone dissect these Q proofs, and they'd they'd come up with different answers, but they didn't they weren't mutually exclusive, right? Like all, all of the answers were correct. There were multiple answers to every Q proof. It, it, they were it, like, it was like an onion, you know, you, you would un, unwrap yes. the layers and, and find different things. And um, it, it's like the Bible, there's, you know, every verse has multiple meanings. 
um, it, the the Q posts are the same. Not that I'm saying Q is Jesus or God or anything like that, but uh, but you know, I I do think a lot of Q is divinely inspired. I'm I'm personally of the theory that Q was uh, Q's information came from an archangel, but I heard that from a, another podcast. Actually, uh, we, the people radio, did you meet them when we were in Dallas? Mm. Um, yes. Yeah. Yep. Right. So he had a guy, uh, Sully, someone on back in September. And he was saying that he thought that, uh, that Q was inspired from, or Q got his information directly from the archangel Gabriel. And that kind of stuck with me. So, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, but you know, everybody came to, different answers, but they were all right. And it was just, yes. and, and some people came to the same answer, but from different paths. And I mean, I get, yeah. I get there a lot. Um, you know, the, the whole movement was really so, so awe-inspiring and has absolutely to this day still, I mean, Q hasn't posted in over a year and the left is still absolutely terrified of him. Yeah. You know, and it was what a great, brilliant, right? You have the commander in chief, the president of the United States of America, giving hat tips and acknowledgement to regular people like us, right? Yeah, <laughs> Like that, that, that yeah. were fighting for this. It was like that it, when everybody in our lives, you know, were, were against us or beating their heads, here we are like getting confirmation and little hat tips from the commander in chief, right? Like an old convict dope fiend like me was given a presidential challenge point, right? Like that, when, when things like that happen, we, we realize that, you know, the power of us, right? And we come together and, and it did something, you know, I, I know it did something for me and I've heard so many stories and, and moments and different things that it's done for other people that didn't feel like, they didn't realize the power that they had and how valuable and impactful their energy can be when it's when it's harnessed and given out the right way. Right. Like we have we have created ripples. We have changed lives. We have shared so much love and hope. Right. And, and battling this when they keep on this fear and this hate and this division and all this other shit. But when you really look at the numbers now, they're they're the minority of big time. There's so many people, whether they believe in Q, they like Trump or not, they know the news is bullshit and they won't watch it. Yeah. Right. They won't even watch their local yeah. news or burn out with it. You know? So the, what that had done, you know, it, it really, I don't, it, it was brilliant, man. The plan, it, it was, you know, it's, it's so cool that we get to see it. Right. And, and be a part of it and participate in that. I love it, man. So with all of that, where do you think we're at now? Where do you think, you know, uh, I mean, are, are we past his timeline? Are we still in his timeline? Does his timeline still exist? So I, I think right now the information as I watch and, you know, after January 20th, man, I was thrown back for a minute, right? It didn't make sense yeah, until a month or two went by and, you know, stuff started playing out and people that really did vote for Biden wanted a refund and and the moms with the mask in the school started going to the school boards and the people started showing up at their town halls and communities started coming together. I, I believe this system is so infiltrated with evil that the whole thing has to be brought to its fucking knees and it has to start over. Right. And the only way to do that 
without destroying um, a lot of good people is to have communities ready for that, right? Because once that, once you have that community ready, you guys can pick, we can pick up the pieces together and move forward. And we've had time to process that information and, and realize what that is and not let it happen again. Right. And, and that's why I think it's such an important phrase like that. You know, it, you have to show the people you can't tell them. We have to experience it for ourselves to realize we want something different and be willing to participate in that to get something different. And, you know, as people get more uncomfortable, that whole line is being drawn vaccination, unvaccinated, this and that. And, you know, I, I just, I think it's, it's based on that when it happens. And I don't know if it's going to be a big boom. Um, I, I still see all the things behind the scenes that, you know, they don't talk about like the Gislaine Maxwell and then the Bob Saget and then the Betty lady, you know, all these things that happen. And I still go to the Department of Justice website and I look at daily cases and who's being sentenced and who's being arrested and different indictments. And you see pedophiles, um, known pedophiles getting caught with images on their computer. Oh, I think we just lost Jason. People right. oh, there he is. that are being held accountable, right? So... I think it's happening. I, I don't know what the end looks like, but I mean, I, I, I still think we're right on track. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think um, in dissecting the posts, I saw three timelines, actually uh, a past timeline, a, a present timeline and a future timeline. And the present timeline of course is now past. Um, but, you know, he pointed us in the direction of, things that had happened in the past um, for us to research and find out that they were not as they were initially portrayed. Things that were going on at that time, I think to give him self-validation as much as anything, um, to let people know that he wasn't full of shit. And then things that are going to happen in the future. And those things are starting to happen now. Um, we've seen one or two come to pass. So I, I think a lot of that's going forward. And um, yeah, it, it is a battle between good and evil. Personally, I see, I think the, the work, I, I'm, I'm all about saving the children. You know, we have our own kids. Um, it's uh, a gift that's, you can't describe unless you have your own kids. My fear is the kids, the orphans um, that we are going to have very, very, very soon because there's going to be a lot of them here in the next couple of years and someone's going to have to take care of them. And personally, I yes. don't want it to be the state. So um, that I think the work you're doing in, in helping rebuild communities, because that's so important. Mike Adams, uh, I listened to a podcast today that he did. Uh, it was either yesterday or today's podcast. And you know, people have been talking about the national divorce a lot. So, you know, basically the red states and blue states are going to split. There's a reconcilable different differences. There's no way that we can be one unified country again. Um, Mike Adams had a slightly different theory along those lines that uh, it won't be so much of a national divorce as the blue cities will completely fall and fail. And the red states with the small communities will rebuild and thrive. Um, so I think the work yep. that you're doing is, is really integral to that because 
here soon, the shit is really going to hit the fan. Um, and, uh, and we're going to have to have something to fall back on. We're going to have to be able to feed ourselves and take care of our kids and, uh, you know, do it kind of the way you're doing it now. So I, I applaud you. Hats off to you, Jason. I got to see Dr. Stella again in Dallas and got to thank her personally for saving my mom's life. There you go. That's a big one. I tell you what, Dr. Stella gives the best hugs. You know, she is, she is a, a warrior of God. I mean, this, this woman brings a, a spiritual ax to the battlefield. Um, and at the same time that she's fighting for you on the spiritual level, she's also fighting for you on the medical level. She's amazing. So if you... If you're feeling just a little down or you're, you haven't had COVID, you're afraid of getting COVID, um, it can be a very scary thing. Ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine really do work. I promise you, you are not going to grow a tail. Uh, Mick, and I, <laughs> Mick and I both take hydroxychloroquine regularly as a prophylactic, even though, um, well, I think I've had COVID. I don't think Mick has, but uh, either way, we Still take hydroxychloroquine it. all the time. My mom, we gave her ivermectin when she got COVID and she was better in four days, four days. And Dr. Stella also has this awesome all-in-one vitamin, which can really help boost your immune system because it's really important not just to take over-the-counter prescription drugs, but in order to keep your immune system at its peak efficiency all the time so and you don't get yep. sick, you really need an excellent vitamin supplement. So Dr. Stella is the place to go. Go yeah, to drstellamd.com and use, use the promo, promo code, code DEFIANT and that will save you up to 5% not only in your teledoc visit, but also because remember folks, this is a prescription. You are being mailed a prescription so you have to physically see a doctor first. So you're gonna go there, you're gonna get a teledoc visit. Your teledoc visit, once your teledoc visit's complete, they're going to, if you're sick immediately, they will overnight you, uh, either ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, whichever one you get. Or both. Or both, if you use Promo code DEFIANT, that will save you up to 5%, not only in your teledoc visit, but also with the drugs as well. And they will send them, and trust me when I say that they're within 48 hours, because they were there within 48 hours. Yep. For my mother-in-law, they were there in 48 hours, and let me tell you something, I didn't have to hear about it anymore, about how she was gonna <laughs> die. It literally lasted 72 hours about me hearing about how she was gonna die when I knew for a fact- natural immunity. When I knew for a fact she wasn't going to. So Dr. Stella, M-D, D-R-S-T-E-L-L-A dot, or md.com and again use promo code defiant save up to five percent on your order both on your teledoc visit and any order you make even if you get the vitamin or you get hcq ivm whichever you get get them both get them all and get them shipped to you and save five percent on your order like i said we are only bringing people that we believe in that are patriots people that we know that are not here to you know, they're not patriots, they're patriots. They're here promoting the same cause we're promoting. They're trying to help the same things you're trying to help. This is what we want to get to you. This will help you recover from COVID. It will help you prevent COVID. Uh, as we're hearing now, we've got news or stories after news stories coming out about, especially hydroxychloroquine, how it can be used as a prophylactic and even not- for the flu. Correct. Not just COVID, even for the flu. So, so as folks, Mick likes go get to it. say, better 
to have and not need than need and not have. Absolutely. Get it for your own ship box, put it in your house somewhere just in case somebody gets sick. Boom, you've got it. Family member gets sick, you can ship them some. Here you go. I got some drugs for you. This will work. Trust me, it will work. Just take it. You will be amazed. You'll even feel better. If you're not sick, you will even feel better after taking it. Trust me. It's amazing. So folks, again, doc, Dr. Stella, D-R-S-T-E-L-L-A dot M-D, M-D dot com. Or MD.com and use promo code DEFIANT and you'll save up to 5%. Appreciate y'all listening. Well, thank you. It's, you know, um, I have to, right? I have to unplug. I have to, you know, the solution, right? It's all we can do. I can't, I don't know the timeline. All I can do is just keep moving forward and, you know, getting one step closer and, you know, sharing some love and some hope and helping to get, you know, someone there, right? And it, that saving the kids can be so many different ways, right? Let's, let's start teaching them these ways. Let's start making ourselves available in communities. There's so much we can do. And, you know, there's a lot of people that are now willing to do that. Just, and go ahead. Just wondering what, how many people are up there with you where you're at? I uh, got me, the wife, the three kids. No, no. I mean, and... I mean, around you. I mean, do you have like? Is it a? Is it a pretty? Do you have like a? I mean, it's, it sounded like you have a neighbor that oh, has no, a community so guardian. The the town is probably about fifteen twenty minutes away, and there's probably like five thousand there. And then I'm a couple miles up on a dirt road up in a mountain with one neighbor. Hey, that's the best way to live, right there. Yeah, I think Mick is incredibly jealous right now. If I wasn't completely a water person and had to live right by the ocean, we'd probably be in Montana right now or Oklahoma. Oh, man, it, it's beautiful. I, I left Montana or Oklahoma and came out here, and I've never lived in snow like this, right? It's work, but it's it's the, there's a value in that, right? Yeah. If you want to stay cold, your ass gets out there, and you chop down wood, and then you split it, and you put it in the fireplace, if you want to eat, you know, we, same thing, got to have the fire going. So it's cool. It's rewarding. It's, you know, something that I've spending so much time in, on the other side, right. And in and out of prisons and stuff. I never got to live. I never got to experience this stuff. So, you know, it's cool. And it gives me that balance. It gives me that, you know, this is real, this nature, this, you know, um, creation being out here and surviving in that. So, you know, it's about that balance, but I, I, uh, I, whenever I'm out here too long and I'm not participating or I'm not being a part of, right. Then I start feeling like I'm slacking. So this gives me that healing place and, you know, the place to take it all in and to, you know, look at things. And so it's a slow process, but shit, it's a lot of work and we got a lot of work in front of us. Right. So this is the preparation and, you know, I, I think it's going to be beautiful. I look at these kids and, um, you know, the only way to the other side of something is through it. How old and are your kids? It, it, I got the three that live with us, eight, 12, and about my boy's about to be 16. And then I've got two older ones out in Texas. How are they right? dealing without uh, dumb boxes? Electronic babysitters. Oh, stupid boxes. They, they haven't had them for a few years, We right? We've, I've never put games in the house. Um, we didn't even have it before I woke up. We had cable. We don't have that no more. There's no phones. There's none of that shit. But they're happy, right? They engage. They like to be kids when it, it's so cool to 
be in a grocery store or something and see them carry on a conversation or start a conversation with somebody or thank them for their service or open the door, or rush out of their way to open the door for an older person or carry something for them. Or, you know, my wife will pull over when old people are shoveling out there and have my boy get out and he, he doesn't mind like he wants to. Right. And that's, those are the, the joys. Those are the rewards and benefits that come from that. Right. Because they participate in that community. They know how to experience and, you know, so it, they love it, man. They thrive. Kid, kids thrive on that shit. Yeah. Right. When we take that away and, and really like structure that and, and show them something else, then, you know, they do really well. Yeah. Discipline and structure goes a very, very long way towards a well-behaved child. So tell me, um, last question, how annoying is it when other people ask you, um, how come your kids are so good? <laughs> um, well, they, uh, they're, they're different. They're, you know, they're, they're kids, man. They, we don't go around, you know, too many people that this, the people that we share our love and all our energies with are all kind of on the same page, right. Kind of working towards the same thing, but I, I feel proud, right. I, for a long time, I didn't feel like I was capable of, right. So now I'm proud that like we're breaking cycles, Right. And, and it really gives me that, you know, that warm inside feeling like, OK, we're doing the right thing because it's about them. It's about the next generations. We we fucked it up. We'll clean it up before we go and we'll leave them something beautiful. But we got us to where we're at. So, uh, you know, I'll be damned if it's going to, you know, affect them. And, you know, you watch them and these kids these days, they're soldiers. Look at that little girl that was on stage with Flynn in Dallas. Oh, yeah. The one that about the mask. Right. What a little soldier that little girl stand in she front got, of that school board and, and talk like she did. She got suspended Man, 28 that, times those, before they, they got rid of the mask those, mandate. She wore them out. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. the, these are the kids that are growing up. These are the kids that we're raising by showing them this. This has been taken away and we're giving it back. And it's going to take a little bit of work. But, it, you know, there's a lot of hope when I see it. I, I think we're on the on the right track. And you know, every day is like, yes, one day closer. So one, one more question, although my wife asked, she seemed to want to ask the last yeah, question. You get your, you get your last question. She can have her last one, but you get the so, real last question. January 6th. Where were you? I was there. I was at the front gate. I got it all recorded. The breach of the gate. It. I yeah. Cops yeah, beating the we shit out of somebody. We saw you there. Yeah, we That's, definitely I, saw I, you I there. Thought you, yeah. I thought you looked familiar. I was like, man, I know this guy. I, I was just looking at your face right now going, I know this guy from somewhere. I can guarantee you. Speaking we saw of January 6th, there's a video on there. So remember when they were doing the Senate hearings, the Capitol Police were coming in talking? Yep. My buddy, Zach Mushan, who does all the productions for Stay in the Light, Stay in the Fight, who also has Mushan Productions, he called me that day and he goes, did you see the hearing? And I'm like, no, nah, Zach, you know, I don't really watch that shit no more. And he goes, go watch this. And he sends me over and it's got Officer Hodges doing his testimony. And he's oh, talking God. about how at a certain time he was on, a way, on his way to a post and he got hit on the head, suffered a concussion, his Supposedly face mask from was a fire ripped off of him, yep. his radio was stolen. Yep. All this stuff happened, right? So I said, all right. He goes, go back to our videos, dude. And I go look at the video. He's standing and I'm right live in front streaming. of you. He's standing right fucking in front of me yep. with all his equipment on. Fucking extra face diaper, everything, dude. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> we got him. We put that out there and, you know. But, yeah, we were right there in it. 
That's you, that's where I knew you from. Okay, so like we were, uh, you were way up the steps. We were all the way down. We were in front of. We were by the statue. We no, we were down by the fountain. Um, when we got up there, already when we had gotten there, we heard the flashbangs and the smoke grenades going off, and I was like, "All right, look, shit ain't nice up there." Uh, and I had two women with me. I was like, "Yeah." Um, I'm going to sit back. We're going to sit back here. I wanted to charge the Capitol, I, charge up the steps, and he wouldn't let me. <laughs> I was not about... Oh, he, well, someone had to be responsible. Exactly. exactly. I, was, I, was, I wasn't worried about what was in front of us. What I was worried about was what was coming in behind us, because I knew eventually. I, I wasn't sure when it was going to happen, but I thought that the D.C. police would eventually storm in. And I, I, I know a bunch of SWAT guys in the D.C. police, and it, it wouldn't be a whole lot of fun for us. So I was kind of watching our back, just kind of waiting to hear uh, sirens and cars and horses rolling up freaking Constitution. I was just sitting there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and I, I had my back to the Capitol for almost 90% of the time. And um, we were sitting there and uh, I saw, I watched, we watched the progression as it went up the steps from, set, we were actually a couple of the first ones to say, hey, wait, wait, wait a minute. No, 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 nope, nope, nope. That's not what really happened. What was really happening, we were watching them opening the gates for yeah. everybody to push forward. Um, I, I saw that guy, Epps. I, I I guarantee we saw that guy, Epps, we more than once. We saw him the night before on the street. Yeah, we saw him yeah. the night before on the street as uh. well. But I mean, all of that crap. I mean, I, I just, because I, I, I thought you looked familiar. I was like, man, I, I swear we've seen this guy before. Have you, uh, now, uh, Pastor Dave Scarlett did a, is, well, he sponsored a movie called Capital Punishment about January 6th. Have you, uh, have you seen that? Are you seen the trailer for it yet? Uh uh. You should definitely. We're, we'll send it to you. Yeah. Well, uh, the trailer okay. anyway. It'll, the trailer will be in the, sh the show notes, or actually, I'll probably put it in here. Um, I'll, actually, I'll probably just put it in here right now so y'all enjoy the trailer. This is treason. Where is he? Officer, I can't breathe. I can't even. Hey, man. I'm Nick Searcy. On January 6, 2021, I went to Washington, D.C., along with multitudes of other Americans because we believed that the election was stolen. I saw with my own eyes what happened that day. And what they show you on the media doesn't tell half the story. Here's the Capitol and here's people going in there. They didn't show all of this out here. Did I tell you I have claustrophobia? I saw people of all colors, races, creeds, Asian Americans for Trump, black for Trump. I even saw a guy wearing a shirt that said fags for Trump. And since I'm from California, I knew that guy. We're from Iowa. Nashville, Tennessee. And I'm here standing with my fellow patriots. We all standing for America. Despite what the media tells you, boots on ground definitely say something different. There is a sea of nothing but red, white, and blue patriots. These are damn working people right here. They want their country back. We're marching for the Constitution. We're not, it ain't really about Trump, it's about us now. They're, they're attacking us and we're tired of it. We had a foreign attack and they had domestic support. This is about individual liberty. 
We don't believe the media. We don't believe you. We don't believe, we'd have no faith in our institutions. The FBI is now being sent out by Joe Biden to punish people. We're at war. They're hunting down Trump supporters like dogs. You say that again, we're at war. 147 days since my wife was murdered and executed. I step out, I have red dots all over my chest. They broke the door down. Hands up, hands up, put your hands on the wall, hands up. I was in jail for four straight days. I, I kept banging on the door saying, I have never had a phone call. The sixth was all deception. The level of sophistication and tactic is immense. Oh, I recognize you from Portland. Uh, I've seen people from Portland here, Antifa. I was paid to pretend to protest. We need to come together as Americans again and remember why we started this country. An insurrection without arms? What are they talking about? And why are they lying? And you can go to his glory <laughs> uh, his, at his core. No, it's called his it's his glory TV and use the promo code defiant uh, to purchase the movie. So, yeah, um, it's fantastic. It tells the real story because, you know, when we were on the ellipse and we weren't in the ellipse, but we were uh, in front of the monument. And it was like it was like Woodstock. Um, you know, there was just thousands upon thousands, millions of people that were. I mean, there was just so much happiness and joy and, you know, community, unity. Yes. And uh, I mean, everybody was represented, every color, every every creed, every religion, every every sexuality, everybody was there um, all for the same reason. And I was going around talking to people, just asking, you know, what's your name? Where are you from? Why are you here? And, uh, you know, I got all different answers, but the, the final answer was always the same. Why are you here? I'm here to save my country. I, I'm here... I'm here for America, you know. I'm here because I'm a, I'm an American. I'm here because I care. Um, I'm here because this is not right. And yep. it, you know, it was it was fantastic. And then and then we walked to the Capitol, and halfway there, all the energy changed. And I mean, you could feel it. You knew you knew as soon as it happened. And it was um, yep. It was pretty wild. Um, which is why Mick wouldn't let me go up the steps because so, I'd probably like, be in jail right now. We <laughs> had, we had like, how many people would you estimate were there that day? Just, just spitballing. Oh man. Between you looked out at the monument and inside there had to be close to a million people there. It seemed like, you yeah. know, it, yeah, everywhere, out, everywhere add, you look, there was people everywhere. Add six more to that. It was, uh, I, I got a bunch of buddies that work for the secret service and, uh, they took a bunch of images and I'm going to throw some up on the screen because there's a lot of people that just never saw some of these pictures that I have. But, uh, a bunch of my buddies took pictures for me and they sent them to me. And, uh, there were 6.7 million is what they estimated because what they estimate wow. is one mile is 1 million people. 
We occupied both sides of Constitution and New York, which both run directly from uh, the ellipse to um, the Capitol. And both both those streets were full mile for mile all the way around. Yeah. So they wow. estimated it was 6.7 million people. And it was just absolutely ridiculous. And when you look at some of these photos, um, you can see how big the crowd size is in these photos. It is absolutely ridiculous. If you look at the height of the Washington Monument, you look up the height of the Washington Monument and then judge that because you got to remember when you look at what, what the picture we're showing right now is Isn't the one. The Washington it, Monument, 666 feet tall. Correct. Yeah. So if you look at this, yeah. this is only the first half. This is only the first half of this picture because in front of that is the actual ellipse Which and the cool. actual yeah. ellipse was packed because we tried to get into the ellipse and we couldn't get into the ellipse, but everything, this is past the ellipse. This is past constitution. And there was no social distancing. No. Everybody was like crammed in, huddled packed. together. No mask. And that's yep. how you knew who, who the bad guys were. That's how you knew yep. who Antifa were, who the non-Trump yep. supporters were because yep. they were the yep. ones wearing masks, right? They're showing videos of these guys yep. breaking windows and, and beating on people and they're wearing masks. You're like, that's not our people. Nope. No, get the fuck out of here. And That's not us. It got no. worse and worse. Oh, I've got so much video footage from that day. I, I, the one thing I wish we did was I, I wish we took some more videos. We only we only took pictures, but I wish we took some more video because there was just there were things we saw, people we talked to. Um, I know our friend Deplorable Janet. She got some stuff on there, um, and it, it was just it was maddening. I mean, to see some of this stuff, and this is the big one. This is the one. Uh, if you remember, uh, you probably saw it. There were some buildings um, on the sides uh, where. They had snipers up high. Um, all of my friends, they were very, they, they're very good shots. Anyway, they took a picture from me from above. And uh, you can just see the sea of humanity. When you see this, you'll understand what I'm saying. But there is a sea of humanity that moved out of both the ellipse and the area in front of the Washington Monument and started marching. And they were expecting it to be pretty quick and after like 40 minutes, they were like, hey, they're still going strong and they're still a mile back there. And they were like, yeah, this wow. is more than a million people. This is more like 6 million people. And the most we've heard of to this date, uh, I think I heard somebody say, yeah, it's about 350,000 people showed up January yeah. 6th. It's, it's <laughs> someone like from the news, I think that was the biggest number, number they put heard. out, yep. you know, a, a quote unquote officially. Um, and I think, you know, people on the ground were like, oh, there was one or two million people there. But you don't get the full perspective because, you know, everyone's just kind you of can't in their see own, that yeah, far. you yeah. can't like in your own small space. And you're like, oh, well, over there, you know, everyone must be here. Everybody was everywhere. I mean, literally everywhere. So, um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see those pictures. One of the things that the one of the many things that we need to get the truth out about is is what really happened on January sixth. So, um, yeah, go to hisglory.tv and and check out that movie, Capital Punishment, Promo Code Defiant, and, and obviously amazing. go in, go check out, stay in the light, stay in the fight. Uh, he obviously has a ton of great <laughs> stuff on there. Uh, go check it out. See for yourself, especially, I mean, just go see for yourself. That's the most important thing. Yeah, and and don't forget, like, that website, it's designed, right? There's a process to this waking up. So go in order. Start in boot camp. 
right? And that's like the soft disclosure for some stuff before you get into the satanic ritual abuse, the adrenochrome, the child trafficking, all that stuff. And then remember the last page, join the fight, the, you know, um, recruitment center, because we base it around a spiritual battle, battle, but that's the solution. Get involved in your community, go click on your state, get signed up, get added onto that gab group for that state. And we're building liaisons and leads for those states. It's, you know, a slow process. It's very functionable, um, but we're just kind of getting off the ground and going and, you know, be involved, participate, start learning who the people in your communities that, you know, have the same beliefs and the same fight and, you know, want to participate in that, find out who they are and start networking with them. So when you check out the website, go in order and don't forget to join the fight, man, you know, get involved with your family and let's take these guys out. Yeah. Get, I mean, joining, joining the fight, doing anything is really the most important thing. You know, that's, that's what's so fantastic about both January 6th and like the Clay Clark's events and Trump rallies and all of that. It's, it's, you know, we like-minded people. Um, you know, I feel like when I walk down the street and, and I look at everyone and I, and I'm like, some people right off the bat, you're like, oh, that's that's definitely a conservative. That's a, you know, that's a Trump person. Um, but some people you're like, you question and you're like, oh, that's probably a liberal. And I think liberals walk down the street and think everybody's a liberal. Um, they, they don't even, <laughs> you know, they don't recognize that there's anything other than people that think like them. Um, and, and the truth is we outnumber them significantly. We always have. We just, we need to, to join together, we need to stand up and say something and find like-minded people in our own in our own communities. Because if we don't join together, we are lost a hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. Well, I got to tell you, I love what you're doing. Um, I love how you're raising your kids. Um, shoot a couple deer for me. Um, <laughs> keep the backstrap <laughs> nice, of course, because man, <laughs> that's some good meat right there. But. Uh, I hope everything works out for you in the future. And definitely if you have anything to put out, please give us, give us a shout and uh, we'll, we'll definitely put it out over this podcast. Um, and we're definitely going to bring you back on. I'm sure. Yeah. I, I, I'm already getting the nod from the yeah domestic six. She is the one in charge. <laughs> so, Sweet, yeah. man. I'm, you know, I'm honored to be here in this fight with you guys and, you know, anything I can do, you know, I'm always here, always make myself available and I'm proud of you guys and keep trucking along and, you know, sharing the real news, the real media. Well, we appreciate it. We appreciate, appreciate you having taken the time tonight and driving out to wherever you had to get to, to get service. <laughs> uh, get back up that mountain though. You guys take care have of a good kids night, and man. Take care of your family. Thanks Jason. You too. Thanks for being All right. here and uh, keep fighting. Yeah, Stay strong. Thanks. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, guys. And stay in the light, stay in the fight, and I'll talk to you soon. You got it. We'll talk to you later, sir. Bye. Bye. Have a good day. You too. So, folks, right here, perfect example, Coastal, Mar Coastal Marsh Customs, right here. Here it is, perfect example. This is the type of work they do. Let's go, Brandon. This is our sign. This is what we got made by them. Uh, got some other stuff coming, too, as well. Trying to get them a, to do me a defiant sign as well, where it just says defiant and kind of the same lettering and the same type uh, background uh, with a burnt wood look. You can go any wood look you want. Uh, you can go mahogany. You can go with whatever wood you want. If you can think of the type of wood you want to see it on, you've got a picture of what you've got.
send it to him. Uh, the guy is amazing. Coastalmarshcustoms at gmail.com. Send it. Use promo code Defiant. You're going to save up to 17% on your order. This is all custom woodworking done right here in America, sent directly to your door. It is a veteran-owned, veteran-operated company. One of my favorite pieces right here, just because it was a Let's Go Brandon piece, and I just thought it was hysterical. And uh, Vlin loves it too. We gotta, we're going to put some lacquer on it to make it a little bit more def uh, clear, but I'm telling you right now, this one's a, a killer. We One of the things we, we just saw him last night, we hung out with them at a Christmas party. What one of the few great things I love about this company? We, I just love the way that they can. If you can think of it, they can do it. So again, reach out Coastal Marsh Customs Inc. Uh, Coastal Marsh Customs at gmail.com and use promo code Defiant. It's going to save you up to seventeen percent on your order. And even Vlan's got some stuff coming too. She asked for some stuff last night, so I'm kind of looking forward to see what he does with the stuff that Vlan asked for because she's never easy to please. <laughs> So, and don't forget, let's go, Brandon. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. All right, folks. So that was uh, Jason from Stay in the Light, Stay in the Fight. Uh, go check out his website. Uh, get involved. Help Seriously, out. Get involved. Because uh, you know, I I can't disagree with him. He's he's right. It's all about the kids, uh, the next generation. That's what we leave behind. Um, I actually wish he played another song, but we might play that for our next news opener. I um, really like the Struggle Jennings songs. Though. No, it's not he bad. Al he also does the one that one that I love. Um, God, we need you now. Yeah, he also does that one. I yeah, love that. We song played too. that I not know. very long ago. No, we played it a while ago with Dr. Stella. Yeah, well, uh, there's another song I think works better, but what we leave behind is more important and what the next generation believes, how they believe, what they believe, where they believe, what they, you know, when they're to speak their mind. Uh, I've noticed a lot of kids these days, they don't know when it's okay to speak up. There's a lot of kids that walk around in fear of speaking up because mom and dad might come down on them. Um, or just my mom and kids, dad don't talk to them. My kids, I love to... I love to ask them, the, the, their biggest fear is not dad getting angry with them. Their biggest fear is dad asking them why. If you have an argument, it's great. Have an argument. Please have a position. You can have a position that differs from me, but why? And when you ask that question, that one question, if you're unprepared for it, you're screwed because you can't answer why. You can't answer that one question. And I always have taught my kids that like the one thing you have to learn is to answer why before anything. It will tell you the right and the wrong path. It does. If you ask that one question, if you go do something and your first question is, why am I doing this? It will show you the right path and it'll show you the wrong path. Either you do it or you don't do it. Or if you believe something, why? Which requires you to go look something up that you might previously never have known. For instance, uh, Comet Ping Pong Pizza, as he just explained, and I, I don't think I could have said it any better. Well, I, I saw it. I believed it. Several other people believed it. We met up in D.C. We went and checked it out. Oh, and then I just happened to get a treasure tro trove of information, which I pushed out to everybody else that believed the same thing. Those people have already asked the question why. They've been asked the question why. And now they're just answering the question. And here's the proof. And there's a lot of groups out there that everybody says, oh, they're just crazy, cute conspiracy theorists and whatnot. Yeah, okay, that's great. 
But what questions do they answer with some of the information they provided? And that's why they're so scared of Q. a lot of shit there. They, Q inspired so many people, both individually and collectively, to go out and dig up all of the shit that they didn't want us to know about. That is why they're so terrified that, well, of Q. They were trying to hide it. It's not that they they didn't want us to know about it. Well, but that's why they were trying to hide it, they because they didn't want us to know about it. Trying to conceal its identity to the rest of the world. And now these people, normal everyday folks, you, me, you, we've, we do stuff like this. Uh, for instance, one of the things I heard today, this is something that's been really nugging at me, I guess all day long. It's something that's been, I, I, I didn't get a whole lot of sleep last night. Let's just start there. Not because of my mattress, because my mattress topper is amazing. It comes from my well, pillow. We were up very late. And yes, um, the mattress topper is amazing. However, and however, the pillows are amazing. I was not sleeping in my bed. I was actually up doing other things. But long, long story short, the, I, heard this today like the uh and i i don't know why again this is more infighting more than anything else but there was an article that was published just the other day and i i want to say it was either it's it, it is a red state article i i'm not sure it's if it's from red state but i mean it's from a red side news uh corporation uh, i want to say it was either forbes or something else and uh there was forbes is red Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh heavy. Well, they love their money. They like to keep their money. Okay. All right. All right. It's really, yeah, yeah it's no, red. That's true. I do pull Forbes articles a lot. That's true, I guess. It's yeah. very red. They okay. follow the wall street journal the whole bit. They're right in there. They're, matter of fact, I okay. believe they're published under the wall street journal. Yeah. I don't really consider the wall street journal. I mean, I know it's redder, but I don't really consider well, it's, it. It's very red. heavy conservative. Yeah. It's okay. not necessarily red, but it's heavy conservative. Yeah. But one of the things they brought up was podcasts. They were like, um, why not to start a podcast in 2020, 2022? They're discouraging people from starting yeah, podcasts. Yeah, because they said, because so many of us have flooded the market. There's so many shows now. Uh, you can't find them like you used to be able to. You used to be able to find the niches. Uh, and they said that there's a lot of shows out there with very small followings. Yeah, but like the one thing I've noticed about our show, we, we don't have a huge following. We, we've got a bigger than nor average following, but we don't have a huge following. But the one thing I love about our bigger than average following that we do have is they're dedicated. They're loyal. They're loyal. Yeah. They go back every couple days. They listen. Yep. They send in stuff. We've get, we get tons of feedback. Yep. Um, we ask for feedback all the time though. I mean, it's part of what we do, but as you want to know if you're being successful, if what you're doing is making an impact or if it sucks. It's called listener retention, right? Um, we have people that we had people tell us that they find us educational. Yeah, that still blows my mind. Uh, yeah, your mind. Holy <laughs> shit. Get out of here. But we, for instance, we brought Jason on tonight and he's, you know, showed us that like not only that part of it is important, but he also brought up a good point that like sometimes you just, sometime everybody's just going to have to unplug. And I, can't say I'm too far off from that. I mean, not, not that we're stopping this. No, we're definitely don't, not. Don't get me wrong. I, I feel the same way though. There are times I just kind of want to just take the headphones out and just say, you know what? Uh, we're going to go. We're, we're just not going to do it tonight because I, there are nights, trust me, folks. There's been plenty of nights where I said, no, nah, we're not doing it tonight. And she said, why? I was like, I am not feeling it. A, B, um, 
I, I just think it would be boring. We're trying to force something. I don't want to force something out. I, I want it to sound natural. I want you to realize, hey, we're just real people too. We're just sitting here. We're not reading a script. There's no teleprompter in front of us. Matter of fact, I got a much, I got a bunch more blazing fucking blinding lights. So every time I look up and off to the direction, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. So I got to get used to these. We don't even have scripts for our ads, which we have to redo because they're well, they're all Christmas, Christmas. now. But. Well, actually, my pillow is the only one that's pure Christmas. So let's do that real quick. So my pillow. Um, I already did that. I, no, you talked about the mattress topper. You did not tell everyone they could use the promo code Defiant to save up well, 66% at mypillow.com. You didn't let me get there. I know, because I cut you off. What's our 1-800 number? Uh, off the top of my head, I don't know. See? But it, it is in the show notes. There um, is no script, folks. We're not reading something. I'm not sitting here <laughs> going. Uh, yeah, but... Um, what about it? I hear so, the bathrobes now are fantastic. I love my pillows. I, I, my actually, pillow slippers. I've kind of destroyed the slippers. My, I, I need more. My younger brother may or may not have gotten the... Uh, the robe? No. The sleepwear, the uh, PJs. Oh, like the PJs? Yeah. Yeah? Was and he liking them? He said that they may or may not be the most famous, you know, most fabulous... Fabulous. PJs that he's ever worn. Was this the gay brother? No, my younger brother. Okay. You have two younger brothers. Oh, one yeah. of them's kind of okay. gay. The one I still talk to. <laughs> okay, good. Just checking. <laughs> the one I still talk to. Let me narrow it down for you. Okay, good. Because the one you still talk to is going to listen to this. So um, yeah. sorry, Dev, you're not gay. I knew that. You know I was referring to the other one who doesn't listen to us. <laughs> yeah. The, when he was talking about uh, losing, that's we've all made the sacrifice. I know there's people that are listening to us right now, people that are talking or watch us all the time. I know you all have sacrificed. Everybody has. You've lost family members. You've lost friends. You've lost people you've known for years. Uh, I've also gained friends. I've also gained people. Uh, I don't have friends. I have extended family. Uh, people, I, my kids call some of my best friends uncle because I treat them more because they've done more shit with me, served with in more shit than anybody else ever could imagine. Uh, they've been in places and times with me where uh, I was definitely not right. Uh, there was things that were way wrong and they saw it happen firsthand. And I consider those people my brothers. And I never, ever look back at calling somebody an uh, or having my kids call them uncle and, um, or aunt, or, uh, I mean, we've got so many, uh, there's so many great friends that I have across this country that I like, literally I can pick up the phone one day, have. be like, Hey, um, I'm out in this this part of the, the country. I want to stop by. Hey, you've got three bedrooms. I've got bathrooms and you just stay where you want. Do what you want. Come and go as you want. If you want to hang out, let me know. Literally, that's the type of people they are. They're not like, hey, well, you've got to stay here. You got to go there. You you can't stay here but because I, I've I got family. I find it really interesting that a lot of our really close friends, family have recently moved to be closer to us yeah it's, you it's, notice that yeah they moved south they've they've all <laughs> like our our community has um it's so we're, we're circling the wagons yeah that's probably the best way to put it i i a lot of our friends that moved away you're going for to a Oregon, long time. You're going to Oregon, Oregon Trail, Trail shit right sure there. Am, that's, that's so, was <laughs> an hey, option. Hey, circle the, the circle the wagons, circle the wagons, the Indians are attacking. But that's absolutely true. In fact, one of Mick's best friends moved across the country uh, to be his VA counselor. Um, quite 
quite literally to be his therapist so that I wouldn't kill him. Um, Mick, not his best friend. I'd never kill his best friend. Um, well, mm. maybe <laughs> some days. Some days. <laughs> and so did my best friends moved across the country not to be my therapist because I don't need one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Normally those who say that are the ones that need them the most. Um, Twat. True. But uh, yeah, but you know, it's it's true. It's our, our friends and family have have moved closer to us and we are building our own little community here. And it's really important. Um, my best friend's going to teach me how to garden because I'm going to be building a, a big vegetable garden. We're doing companion planting. And, um, you know, a, another friend, well, started as your friend and is now my friend is, you know, going to come over and, and help us paint and we're going to refurbish furniture and things like that. But these are the skills that we are going to need very soon, sooner rather than later. Well, we'll definitely see about that. But I mean, I hope that doesn't come to pass, but I, it, you can put hope in one hand and you can shit in the other one and tell me which one fills up faster. You know, you I'm what. all about sucking on the hopium pipe, but you know, I, you got to hope for the best and plan for the worst. So right now planning for the worst includes filling up oh shit boxes at an exponential rate. Basically when I go to the grocery store now, I buy two of everything, right? It, except for produce and meat. This, I, you keep yelling at me because every time I go to the gun store, I do the same thing. <laughs> And all I'm all I'm doing is prepping for the worst. That's it. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> and you this yell at me. True. Why did you spend seven hundred dollars in the ammo? Well, uh, I wanted to buy two of each. Yes. But of all of our guns, yep, every yep. single okay. one we have. Too bad they all got lost in a horrible. It was a horrible boating, boating accident. accident. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know what I was doing. I am not a sailor. Damn. I I didn't go out as. And the 50s. current in the Savannah River is so heavy. We're never going to find them again. I did it. I I don't go out as a hundred sailors and come back as fifty couples. That's <laughs> okay. just not the way it happens. All right. Either way, folks. <laughs> uh, appreciate you coming and listening tonight. Uh, again, please go check out. Stay in the light. Stay in the fight. He's got a he's he's got a regiment training regiment. Follow it. Uh, especially give it to your normie friends yeah. who have never even experienced any part of this and what Ooh. comic ping pong pizza is the ones who um, started to realize that this shit is wrong that um mandates i mean there's joe rogan has woken up so many people um he, he did okay one more time you keep saying that and i'm fucking cutting you off because you're wrong he has not woken up a fucking soul he has brought his own followers through his own waking up because he's still waking up mm -hmm. he still hasn't experienced all of this folks I, I'm telling you, you're going to have a lot of normie friends that are going to come up to you eventually. And they're going to say, Hey, what is about, what is this about? Cause one of the things uh, we reported last night, that's coming true. I again, heard it again today, actually heard something separate today, which is, uh, I am can't we'll get to it on Friday. I, I can't drop it just yet. Well, no, I, I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to drop it on Friday. Okay. Uh, but as soon as I get authorization to drop it, one of the things I brought up the other night was something that we talked about. Uh, if you've already listened to that podcast, you already know. Uh, I brought up the point about um, a certain black book that a judge is going in front of a judiciary about yep. because she overstepped her bounds like 600 fold. And yep. I, I talked about this at nauseum a couple podcasts before this. And I had t said that she can't do that and it's illegal. And she gave me the standard line which is they don't give a shit about legality they don't care about the constitution they they don't follow the laws well, anymore right now that is not the case uh she has been called in front of a judiciary uh one of the first hearings took place today um i may or may not know 
what happened during that hearing, and I may or may not know what's about to happen. You are such a cock tease. So either way, folks, there's a lot of shit that's about to come out because something is going to be released here shortly that we're all going to be able to look at. And this is something that plays kind of what into our conversation with Jason tonight was about. Do you hear the other thing that happened today? Oh, yeah. That the court ruled that Prince Andrew's... Uh, Yep. Civil sex trial. It will continue. Sex abuse trial can go forward. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of things that are now happening. There are a lot of, uh, if you look at it as a juggler, he had a lot of balls in the air. And for a while there, people were swiping at him, throwing him around. And he was trying to catch him and put him back up in the air. And now what's happening is those balls are getting batted back and he's, it's easier for him to catch him, keep juggling. And what we're going to see happen here shortly, and... Uh, we're going to see some, you're going to get a lot of your normie friends are going to come up and start asking questions about Comet Ping Pong Pizza. I can guarantee you uh, there's four names that he mentioned tonight and those names are all, I'm almost more than 100% sure those are in the little black book. So we're, you're going to start being asked questions about this. If you yourself don't know, this is the perfect time to go research it. Yeah. Um, please do your own research. Prove what we're saying is wrong. Prove what we're saying is right. I don't care. But, but do don't prove your it to us, own prove it to yourself. research and understand what it means. Understand, yeah, okay, I get it. Uh, Q is a conspiracy theory. Fine. Say what you want. So are vaccine mandates and passports. Saying the vaccine works is also a conspiracy theory because it don't work as we all know. So do your own research. Uh, please do your own research. That's my, if you get a message from this podcast, please. My biggest one is sit down in front of a computer at 20 minutes a night and do your own research. Don't go in there and listen to the boob tube. Don't, don't listen to what people tell you because, oh, well, he's an official. Anthony Fauci, I have showed you more than 154 times is full of shit. He has lied about everything and he continues to lie at a rate that I'm to the point now that uh, between him and Joe Biden, I don't know which is worse. Uh, they, well. Because Joe Biden went in talking about uh, the Georgia voter law the other day, and uh, I can completely destroy everything he said because he took everything out of context and just, well, this is what, no, actually our law supports it. A matter of fact, the only thing you can't do is campaign within a certain number of feet of any polling station in Georgia. Well, you know, it's going to make long. No, no, actually it gave the right to the state of Georgia. If you have long lines that we can remove those people that are in charge of that election going on or that polling station that's going on in that location. We don't have to wait eight months for a party to decide whether or not to get rid of that person. The state can step in and say, you're gone. There are so, there's a lot of things out there. Don't get me wrong. I'm not bolstering Brian Kemp because Brian Kemp's a piece of shit too. He's a paid shill as well. But what I'm talking about is there are things in that law that are really, really good for Georgia. There's a lot of shit in that law that ain't no good for Georgia. Voter ID is great. Getting it in and where it's required is where our biggest fight is coming. It's not here yet. It's coming. And we have got to, yes, We've got to pay attention to 2022 and 2024, but we have to fix 2020 before we do any of those things. We have to stay focused on both ends though. 
We can't, we got to split our attention. We can't lose sight of 2020, but we can't lose sight of 2022 and 2024 and lose the House, lose the Senate. We have to gain both of those back to stop Biden and his ridiculousness, to stop our fucking tumbling out of control Titanic that's sinking to the bottom of the ocean right now because we got an old man with a gray beard standing at the wheel saying, well, watch this, guys. I'll take us right to the bottom. Straight into socialism and then communism. Bingo. That's so, it. So yep. uh, above all, just do your own research. That's all we're asking. Yeah. Do your own research. Look up your own stuff. So www.stayinthelightstayinthefight.com. And that's that's a, a great place to start. He's put together a whole slew of information for for you to check out. And, and then- It's all about the kids. Yeah. It's not about anything else. It's not oh, about it's, Q. It's about that's, kids. That's all it's ever been about. That's all Q is ever about. That's all. That's why we do what we do. I mean, my our ten year old asks me all the time, "Why? Why do you guys do this? You know, why? Why is it so important? Um, you know, why do you go sitting there for two, three hours and talk in a microphone? Why? 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 I love that he asks why, and I tell him, we are fighting now, so that there's something left for you to fight for when it's your turn. Well, and I, I, I tell him something completely different. I, I ask him another question. What's that? Who else is going to do it? Yeah, there's that too. I, I, I've been beat. I've been shot. I've been blown up. Yeah. I'm not afraid. That, that is, I have very little fear left in me. Yeah. I, I, who else is going to do it? No. And there's, we don't have a whole lot of people that there's are willing to no stand one up and bear. coming to save nope. us. We have to be our own heroes in this one, folks. Yep. You got to wear your own cape. You got to wear your own mask and you got to do your own damn job. So uh, either way, uh, what do we got coming up? We got a, we got a news podcast coming up Friday night. So that'll yep. be fun. Um, and then Saturday. Um, no, we're off for the weekend. Oh, that's right. We have the weekend off. And then, well, we'll be back next week. Monday the 17th uh, is going to be a huge day because we have uh, guest a, after a guest after guest after guest after on. guest. Yep. Lots of politics. So again, if you're from Nevada, if you're from Georgia, if you're from- Montana. Montana. I need your questions. I yep. need questions. I don't know what's going on. Uh, not, Georgia, for, eh, no, even Georgians. You know what? I want to hear from everybody in the state of Georgia. Yeah, and I uh, still have some questions from the last time for Candace that we, I didn't get to. So. We actually got a ton of props too. How's that? Because we played the Georgia fight song the other night. Is that what that was? Yeah. Okay. And everybody was, especially a lot of the Georgians were extremely happy about it. But Georgia, seriously, I want to hear what you have to say. Like I got some emails last couple of days because I am a proud gun owner, gun owner in Georgia and uh, stuff like constitutional carry. We heard about, I just heard about some stuff that they're trying to push through uh, Congress right now about um, wife involved shooting shit. And like, look, if you have a gun, you're not going to be able to be, be allowed. It will not be legally allowed to possess a gun in the United States if you are married with kids. What? Yep. That's the whole reason to have a gun. They have like eight to protect your wife are, and your kids that are jumping in on this one. It's pretty disgusting. Oh no, folks! I'm telling you, it's coming. The fight is coming. We have to defend. The, the best way for your kids to be safe around guns is to teach them how to use guns. We have to defend our liberty. That's what yes. this all boils down to: is our own liberties. We have to defend our liberties. So, um, without any further ado, I, I I'm not going to take it, but. I hope y'all do. I hope y'all listen to this episode. Listen to what he had to say. He's a great guest to have on and uh, enjoy. Yeah. Like, share, subscribe. 
obviously. Yep. Because uh, we always forget that. We do. You never open up with it. So No, I never do. You don't either. Yeah, well, that's not my complete job. Anyway, uh, for the Mick. Envy Lynn. Y'all have a great night. Thanks and, for listening. And uh, we will talk to you later. Oh, wait.